Hello and welcome to Hugenhoff Podcast, episode 101. It is going to be another Inspired by the Rune series. I'm actually getting close to the end of this, so they're probably all going to be that for a bit. Um, once I start a project that like takes forever, I go pretty steady until I get near the end, and it's like, well, now it's almost done. I want to rush it. Anyway, um, before we jump into that, I want to remind everybody that you can check out my website, and you can do that by going to hugenhoff.org. That's H-U-G-I-N-H-O-F.org. If you had any emails, show ideas, stuff like that, you can email me at hugenhoffpodcast at gmail.com. And also, while you're there, subscribe to the RSS. There's a link there for that. Um, oh, I want to mention, if anybody has not already checked out Steve's book, please feel free to do that. And you can just go to Amazon and search for Stephen Oaks, and you should be able to find his book. And if you would like to download my book, you can do that as well. And to do that, just go to Amazon.com. Uh, yeah, and search my name. I think there's there's one more thing that I want to mention. I mentioned Elder Spell, which was that um, band or musical group, whatever you call it. There's a guy who made a really cool album. You can still listen to that on Spotify or Apple Music or any of those streaming services for free. Or you could go to Bandcamp and just search... Uh, Elder Spell. It was really cool music. I've listened to it a couple more times. I still like it. I'm, I want to mention it when Steve is on next, as soon as our schedules align, uh, and see what his take of it is. But feel free to listen to that, especially if you have Spotify or Google Music or what, well, it's YouTube Music now, isn't it? YouTube Music or any of those things that it happens to be on, because then, you know, you can listen to it for free. Otherwise, consider buying it. I do not have any of those streaming services, so I bought it. Anyway, check that out as well. So, without further ado, let's just go ahead and jump in today's topic. So, the rune today is Lagus. And again, this isn't inspired by not the meaning of Lagus, but I'm going to give you a little bit of background. Lagus means water in the simplest sense, the stormy sea, the un- the subconscious or water is what my website says. If you go to the rune poems, and those will be in the show notes, we'll start with the Old Norse rune poem, which has lager, which is a waterfall is a river which falls from a mountainside, but ornaments are of gold. The Icelandic, you have Edding Stream and Broad Geyser, the land and land of the fish. That's Kenning. I love Kenning's Land of the Fish. So again, talking about water, the sea, the ocean. And then in the last one, which I really like, uh, the Anglo-Saxon rune poem. Lagu, the, o- the ocean seems interminable to men if they venture on the rolling bark, and the waves of the sea terrify them, and the courses of the deep heed not its bridle. So you have a little bit more about the uncontrolled and uncontrollable nature of water and the sea, which is which is interesting. Uh, and the whole thing, we talked last time about man as her society, um, 
So it definitely means water. That's that's the easiest, simplest one to say. Like it means water, and that's technically correct. Done. But there is also the idea which a friend of mine who really cool guy um, kind of came up with. Brian was his name. He was a cool guy. Th- that water is often tied to the subconscious. And I, I'm not saying it was like his original idea, but I had never heard it before. But once I did, I, I felt like it made a lot of sense. Water is also is often tied to the subconscious or the unconscious world. Just, uh, what do you say, like archetypically, it is a common thing that water's tied to the subconscious. And I think in addition to being connected to water in the traditional sense of physically, this is water and this is the sea, it's also tied in the sense of the subconscious. And I like the illusion, which the rune poem said, of the ocean and especially the depths of the ocean. The ocean is so interesting because um, it's there's so much we don't know about it. Like on the surface, it it seems like just a body of water, but it it goes down so deep. There are, like even today, I think there's certain areas of the ocean which we haven't mapped. Like we haven't been to every area in the ocean. The ocean holds secrets. And then if you think about things like shipwrecks and stuff, I think shipwrecks are cool. I mean, it's very tragic that the ship sunk and all the people and cargo and everything was lost. That is sad. But from like a historical perspective, I really like the idea of shipwrecks. Like when you see those shows where they've found an ancient shipwreck and they go down there, there's just something cool about that. Um, but that's something that the sea does. It hides things. If if there's a wreck on the land, you see the wreckage and everything's kind of out in the open. But in the sea, that's very different. You know, the ship is just swallowed by the sea and it's never seen again. So there's something... And you don't know what's under the sea. You don't know what's at the bottom of the sea. Um, I mean, scientifically, we know a lot of the things that are at the bottom of the sea. But just from like a regular person perspective, the sea can contain and hold all these mysteries. We really don't know what it is. And when you get really deep, I like deep sea stuff, like deep under the water sea creatures when you go really really deep under the sea there are all these bizarre creatures and they just look completely alien um the sea is really interesting and it's really mysterious and it can hide things you know you might be on a boat or a ship on top of the sea but you really don't know what's under you it's a mystery and i think that's maybe why it's tied to the subconscious a lot But anyway, I like this idea that it is tied to the subconscious, and especially this coming right after the idea of society at large. I wonder how many ideas of the collective unconscious are in here, things that perhaps tie us all together and things that we can do as groups to tie ourselves together. Uh, It reminds me of one of the cool things that I do in my ritual is I do the hammer right, and I do the exact same hammer right that we did in my old kindred, um, Hofbra. That kindred eventually was retired because the leader of it, you know, 
got old and had to retire at. Um, but I wanted to carry that on. I wanted to carry on part of the kindred, of my old kindred into my new kindred. So the rest of the ritual, it was in a similar vein, but I did rewrite it. But the hammerite I actually kept exactly the same because it's neat when two people do the exact same thing. So this is sort of where the Inspired By series is going today. It's it's that carrying over from your ancestors and maybe other groups that you're in. I like the idea of, well, I guess it's kind of traditions too. I like the ideas that different people are doing and enjoying the same thing. Um, the Hammerites are really good tradition, or if you know, most religions have traditions that you do. There's certain things you do in this religion. And, <clears throat> excuse me, all of those traditions um, or sacred things that you do, they're really more than traditions, aren't they? They're not just things that you do. They're, they're sacred somehow because they're in a religious setting. But the idea that we drink out of horns, most Austrian people do that. Our ancestors probably did that. And that ties us together in an interesting way, I think, through like the collective unconscious maybe, where we are, we are doing the same things that other people are doing currently, and we're doing the same things that our ancestors did, and I just feel like that connects us on some level, and I think, I think that's really interesting, and I think that's really cool, and I like things like this. This is why I think I did a podcast, I'm sure I did, I did a podcast about traditions and why I like traditions, because you have that idea that it connects you to something bigger than yourself, and I guess I guess that's really what it is. It's connecting you something big, some, connecting you to something bigger than yourself, like drinking out of horns at bloat, for example. There's, of course, symbolic meanings that we do that but one of the big meanings or ideas is our ancestors actually drank out of horns likely in the past so we connect ourselves to our ancestors doing that we're doing something that they did we're doing the same action that they did all all these years later and then that's a way we sort of connect with them because that's a huge goal and bloats, right? Is to connect with the gods and also to connect to the ancestors. So by doing the same things, I think you're connecting to your ancestors. And by doing some of the same things ritualistically, you're also connecting to the rest of the community, I suppose. Even the community you don't know. I, I know that community is complicated and some people want to be part of the community, and some people don't want to be part of the community. Some people are like, well, just let me do my own thing. Some people are like, the community is important. Some people are like, the communities are like a bunch of crazy people. I don't want to be part of that at all. But even the people who say that have to admit that there's a huge community that we don't actually know anything about, and there are good parts of the community as well. Are you the type of person that's going to actively um, connect yourself to the communities? Maybe not. Maybe you're not social. Maybe the community's too fraught with danger. The people that you connect to, you just can't bring yourself to trust because you aren't sure what they're going to do. So there are reasons that maybe you would want to or not want to reach out and connect to the community. But even if you are the type of person who doesn't reach out and connect to like the 
the vocal community. I still think it is a cool thing to, in some way, connect to the good parts of the community. So you can still do the thing where you drink out of horns. I mean, if you Google how to do, or, or I've got it on my side as well, but if you Google how to do uh, bloat, uh, drinking out of horns is probably going to be in there. So you can do that, and you're not on a mailing list somewhere, and you're not having meetings with community people and doing your community things, but you still are in some way connected with the community because you're doing some of the same basic rituals. This works in all sorts of different religions as well. I mean, again, most religions have some like basic things that they do, and that's a way that all people connect to deity, but also through connecting with one another in this like collective unconscious level. And if it's like there's this mystical collective unconsciousness, that's a great question. That's one that, you know, you can think of on your own. But if you don't like that and you want to understand it outside of that context, I think there is just something cool and important about knowing that you are doing the same thing that other people are doing. It makes you kind of feel like you're in a group, which is important. There's you want to feel like you're part of some group or the other, generally speaking, just everywhere in life. Um, you kind of think about all these subcultures that exist, and there's certain things that they do that connect them together. Uh, probably don't have a whole lot of examples off the top of my head, but um, the religious groups, again, are the easiest. So I'll use them whichever religion you are, you're probably sharing other like things that rituals that you do. Even if it's kind of a solitary religion, you're still probably doing the same rituals that other people are doing. So you might not be directly talking to them, but you're still part of a bigger group. And I think that's kind of cool. And I think we see a water, I don't want to say watered down because that's not fair, but we see a different version of it with things like traditions like if it's a family tradition that you make a gingerbread house every Yule or something, um, that connects you to your past because if it's a long enough tradition, your ancestors did that. And if it's a strong enough tradition, your other family members are doing that as well. And I, and I think that's cool. It's like, oh, I'm doing this thing, and you know what? I haven't called my sister, but I know that she's doing the same thing because this is a family tradition, and I know my brother's doing the same thing as this is a family tradition. And then you feel like you're part of that group because there's there's this thing that you do that other people don't do that connects you on some level. I think the connection is stronger when you're doing it intentionally as part of a ritual or part of a bloat or something like that. But even if it's just a family tradition, I think there's still a certain amount of strength in that connection too. Or even if it's outside of tradition, if you had a group of friends that you had a tradition with, or, or even like a, I don't know, a celebrity or something that you follow that would create some sort of tradition. You do a certain thing at a certain time. It's still just like connecting to a larger group, which... Uh, this rune makes me think of a little bit because of the collective unconscious aspect to it. Um, 
Anyway, I like the idea that we are part of something bigger than ourselves. And not to put ourselves down, not to say that ourselves are not important, but we are part of something bigger than us. And each of us contribute to that something bigger, and each of us, by contributing to it, make it a little bit stronger, like on a mental or spiritual level. It's easier to see on a societal level, like we all work towards a better society and with all of our small inputs we're making something that's bigger than any of us separately but i think it's also happening on these smaller scales where we all do we all have certain traditions or we all do certain things that are the same and those can also like uh, bind us together and pull us closer together which i think i just think that's really cool that we can do that and be part of something bigger and i really think it's interesting that we can be part of something bigger without talking to or interacting with anybody. I mean, if you wanted to feel like you were part of something bigger, you you could do these things. You could do upload and you could say, well, all of these other people are doing it in largely the same way. We're doing tradition A, B, and C. That's like a common thing. I know that other people and their bloods are doing the same thing, and there's a certain connection that comes from that. Now, is it the same level of connection that you have with your kinsmen, kinswomen? No, of course not. It's a different kind of connection. You are not tied to these other people who are doing the same thing in the same way. You're not oath-bound to them, obviously. Your luck doesn't affect theirs. Their luck doesn't affect yours. It's uh, anyway not nearly as much. It's not like that kind of thing. It's just that you're sharing something bigger and something beyond yourself with these people. So, yeah, I think that's good. And I think that's something that we should kind of, um, that we should kind of do. We should kind of try to find these things that are bigger than us and be part of them because it's a really cool feeling to feel that you're part of uh, part of something bigger and yeah I'd like it I just I think it's an interesting thing and however that connection works I think is something that's up to for debate is it the collective unconsciousness is it all in our head like what is it is a really interesting question but I think that there's definitely something bigger than us out there and I, I think it can be really meaningful to be part of that so I'm going to start wrapping up now, I believe. Um, so I do think that this is a really important rune to study, but what I was talking about today is just one aspect of it, the whole idea of being part of a bigger group or something greater than yourself. And I, I do think that's probably important. That's something that can be very useful it's just as humans, we naturally want to be part of a group. We want to be part of something bigger than ourselves. We want to be able to look to the future. And like as us true people, I think the connection to the family is obviously extremely important. That's something that we want to do. That's something we want to connect to. So any of these traditions that make that connection feel stronger, I think uh, they're always good. And kind of what I talked about in my traditions podcast, which I'll reiterate quickly here, 
is the idea that we can make our own traditions. And if you're the type of family that already has a lot of traditions, that's great. Keep doing them. Don't give up on them. It's so easy to because, you know, there's video games and so many fun new things to do that it's easy to forget about the old things. But don't. Keep doing the old things. They're great. They really make you feel like you're part of something bigger. And if your family doesn't have a lot of traditions, make some. Start doing something new and make it a tradition because you can pass that on to your children and then they're going to feel like they're part of something bigger. And if there's rituals and things that you can share with other groups, do the same thing. That's another way to make yourself feel like you're part of something bigger. All of these things are cool. All of these things are important and all of these things have a lot of power so i'm going to leave it there um yeah i'm going to leave it there but everybody thank you very much for listening and if you want to go to my website feel free to do that you can go to www.hugenhoff.org that's h-u-g-i-n-h-o-f.org you can also send me emails there to Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, and since it's only a monthly podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you will get it every month automatically in your podcast player of choice. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next month. Frihail!